two. All right. Are we rolling still? Or? We are now rolling. Okay, here we go. All right. Baron, how much do you love this chocolate bar that this video is not sponsored by at all? Yes. How much do you love it? I it's I, I love it. It's it's one of my favorites, actually. Would you want to eat it right now? I'd love to, but we're using it for the video. Well, you can't right now. <laughs> okay, so, Baron, let's pretend that you represent all of the people in the United States of America, and I'm about to give you... Five dollars to use however you want, and you love that chocolate bar. How much of the five dollars would you be willing to spend on the chocolate well, bar? Since I only have five dollars, I'll get this size for two dollars. For two dollars, okay. So you're willing to spend two dollars on the chocolate bar right now, right? Yes. All right, Baron. So like magic, I am gonna go. Here's another five dollars that I just printed for you. Bam! Now instead of five dollars, you have ten dollars. Now, how much would you be willing to spend on the chocolate bar? $5 because $5. I have more money. That's right. You have more money so you could spend more money in a chocolate bar because I magically printed some more money and gave it to you. And I'll get and the people would accept a bet would accept it more because it's more money. That's right. And that my friends is inflation. And on today's episode of the Dima show, I'm going to explain it to you just like to a 7-year-old. Let's go. This is the Dima Show. Dima Show. A unique perspective on entrepreneurship, real estate, business, finance, politics, and current events with a big dose of common sense. Warning. Warning. If you're easily offended, this is not the podcast for you. Listen at your own risk. What is up, my friends? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Diva Show. And today, I have a special guest star coming on his second or third video here on the channel. Baron, Baron, say what's up to everyone. Hi. Baron, you still can't eat the chocolate bar until after the video, yes, though. Yes, I want to eat it really bad. <laughs> still can't eat it. All right, you guys. So inflation is all in the news. The latest inflation report came out, and it is a whopping 7%. And while a lot of people say, hey, that's bad, or maybe some people say that's good, most people aren't really sure what inflation is. So on today's episode, we're going to go through what inflation is. I already kind of described it to you. We're going to explain it to you so you understand it. And Baron is going to understand inflation at the end of this as well. We're also going to talk about what causes inflation, what the government can do to hedge inflation, to lower inflation, to raise it. No, sorry, I'm going to do that last part what the government can do to affect inflation, and we're going to talk about, most importantly, what you can do to hedge against inflation. So let's go ahead and rock and roll. All right, you guys, so what is inflation? Inflation, in simple terms, is a decrease in purchasing power of your dollar. What happens is that same $5 that you have right here, Baron, okay, you can buy less things with it because the price of goods and services goes up, kind of like what has been happening in the United States right now. Does that make sense? Sort of, I guess. Sort of. Well, we'll keep going and we'll see if you understand. Yeah. So the next question, you guys, is how do we measure inflation? And the easy way to measure inflation is the Consumer Price Index, or CPI. You can actually go right on the website right here and check out the differences in inflation. Now, inflation is measured year over year in percentage increase. So when you hear that inflation is up 7%, which is really high, by the way, guys, what we're shooting for as a government is about 2%. Talk about that in just a little bit. When we hear that inflation is up 7%, that means that from last year 
to this year, the cost of goods and services has risen by 7%. Or conversely, your same $5 buys 7% less stuff, which is not a good thing in certain cases and might be a good thing in other cases. We'll talk about both of those here as well. You guys, this is why, for example, gas prices are up or a cup of coffee is now more expensive than it was before because your purchasing power is getting eroded as the value of the dollar goes down. So now let me tell you about the three different types of inflation. All right, you guys, so the first type of inflation is called demand pull inflation. This is where there is more demand for goods and services. And by the way, let me back up and tell you that everything in economics, just like in real estate, is all about supply and demand. So if there's more demand for the same goods and services, prices go up. Baron, this is just like the candy bar example before. Because you had more money and the whole United States had more money for the same candy bar, you were willing to pay $5 for it instead of $2. Make sense? Yeah. Perfect. See, now we're getting it. You guys, the next type of inflation is called cost push inflation. This is where the cost of things gets more expensive. And so then companies have to pass that cost along to consumers. I got some great examples for you. During the pandemic recently, there was a supply chain crisis, meaning people had to pay more for the same things that go into their components of making stuff. So, for example, raw materials, parts, things, shipping, all of that got more expensive. So if a company has to pay more money for something, they're going to pass that cost along to the consumer. That causes prices to go up. That is called inflation. I'll give you another example. Increase in taxes. If corporate income taxes go up, the company has to pass those costs along to the consumer. They're not just going to pay them or lower their profit amount. So costs go up, and that means that inflation goes up. Baron, let me give you an example. Let's say that this candy bar, the chocolate, costs twice as much to make. So instead of this candy bar costing $2 like you paid for it earlier, now it costs $3. You have to pay more money because the company had to pay more money to make the candy bar. Make sense? Uh, yeah. That, that makes that sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Perfect. See, now we're getting better. If you're enjoying this episode of The Dima Show, please share it with your friends on social media and tag me so that I can thank you. All the links to my profiles are in the show notes. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please also do me a favor and give me a five-star rating and write a quick review as it will really help spread the message. Be sure to also check out my YouTube channel, The Dima Show. And the third type of inflation, you guys and Baron, is called built-in inflation. Built-in inflation is just the idea that over time, goods and services get more expensive. We've all seen those ads that go, oh, back in my day when grandma and grandpa were getting gas, it was like 30 cents a gallon. Now it's $3. That's because the cost of things goes up over time as wages go up as well. People expect things to get more expensive, and so they expect their wages to continue to increase over time. That creates a normal, natural, built-in inflation. Are right, you guys, so the government plays a big role in inflation. Typically, the government's trying to keep inflation at about 2%. So when you hear that 7% number, that is no bueno, my friends, because it's very high. It creates a lot of issues in the economy. The way the government controls inflation, there's a couple different ways they can do it. They can raise and lower interest rates. And by the way, it's the Fed that does all of this. They can also affect the money supply. So Baron, here's where our example at the beginning of the video comes in. When you only had $5, 
you were willing to spend $2 of it on the chocolate bar, right? Yes. But when I magically gave you an extra $5, you were willing to spend more. So the price of the candy bar went up due to supply and demand. That, my friends, is what has happened over the last couple of years. If you think that just printing mass amounts of money has no consequences, you are incorrect. When you print a ton of money, the price of services and goods goes up. That is called inflation. Now, what the government was hoping for is that performance of the economy and the GDP would outpace inflation because if we inject all this money into the economy, people would do more stuff, they'd produce more, get out of the pandemic, and then inflation wouldn't be such an issue. Didn't really work out quite that way, which was really to be expected. So the government does play a role in inflation and has a lot of things that they can do to either lower inflation or increase inflation based upon what they're looking for. So you guys, the real question, which you're probably here for, is how does inflation affect you? Why does it matter? Well, Baron, check this out, buddy. In the earlier example, what I told you is I gave you an extra $5 to buy that candy bar. You would pay $5 for it. So the price of the candy bar is now 5 bucks, right? Yes. Well, let's say that you did not have this extra $5, but a bunch of other people did. And so everyone else is willing to pay 5 bucks for the candy bar, but you still only have $5 and you only want to pay $2 for the candy bar. Now you're in trouble, right? Yes. You can't buy the candy bar anymore or you have to spend all of your money on it, right? That, my friends, is the real problem with inflation. Inflation ultimately is a huge tax, especially on the middle to low income people because they have a limited supply of money. And when inflation happens, all of those goods and services they use every day, like gas, food, everything else, entertainment, housing, all of these things get more expensive and their purchasing power goes way down, which is not a good thing. So ultimately, you guys, the question is, what can you do about inflation? Well, first and foremost, you can vote for politicians who have great economic policies that make sure that inflation does not skyrocket out of control. Hint, hint. Unlike what is happening right now. But if we are where we are, here are the things that you can generally do to hedge against inflation. The first one is buy real estate. The reason that real estate is great is if you can lock in, for example, a 30-year loan at, say, 3%, and inflation goes up, you still make the same payment every month no matter what. That payment doesn't go up. So, Baron, for example, if I told you that instead of a candy bar, this was a house, and the payment on the house is $2 a month, right? Yes. No matter how much inflation there is, if you have a 30-year mortgage on that house, you still only pay $2 every month. Doesn't that sound great? Yeah, because you already have the house before the inflation went up. There you go. You got it. Give me five for that one. Perfect. So real estate is a great hedge against inflation. You guys, historically, gold has also been a good hedge against inflation. And more recently, people have said that cryptocurrency like Bitcoin is another hedge against inflation. But stay tuned for my Bitcoin and crypto simplified video coming up later. So if you want to see that and more videos like that, make sure you do what to the channel, Baron? Like and subscribe. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, so hedges against inflation, guys. Those are the things that you should be looking at to do if you haven't already. Because if you own hard assets like real estate, like gold, like Bitcoin, then inflation actually pushes the value of those things up. It also typically pushes the value of the stock market up. Now, what not to do? 
If you have money in your mattress, if you have it in a savings account earning 0% interest, then inflation is especially bad for you because it's going to push the value of things higher and the value of your money is going to be lower, eroding that purchase power. So put that money to work. Watch some of the other videos on my channel that tell you how to buy real estate, crypto, and all of these other things so that you cannot be as affected by high inflation. All right, you guys, so today we have simplified inflation for you, but let's do the true test and see if Baron understands it. So Baron, tell us what inflation is in like five words or less. Um, so when the government prints more money, the cost for stuff goes higher because there's more money and your money value is less. Perfect. Look at that. Inflation so that a seven-year-old can understand it. Dima and Baron out. And now, the moment of truth, you get to eat the chocolate Yay. bar. Go for it. <laughs> and here's the true test to see if I would pay $2 for this. <laughs> if I would pay $5 for this. <laughs> Daddy, can you help me? Yeah. Here we go. If I help you, I may have to take a bite. <laughs> All right, there we go. Try a bite. Let me know if it's worth the 2 or $5 that you paid for it. What do you say? Definitely worth $5. There we go. Inflation. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to The Dima Show. If you got value from this podcast, do me a favor and share it with someone you know or give me a shout out on your social channels and be sure to tag me so I can thank you. Also, throw in a five-star review wherever you're listening so that the show is shared with more people. I'll catch you on the next episode. Dima out. This has been The Dima Show. All information and content provided is for informational purposes only, and you should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Bye-bye.